Are we recording on the winter solstice? <gasps> we <gasps> are! This is wonderful. Good for us. Welcome back, uh, son. Welcome back, sun. Although I live in Los Angeles and sometimes I just get tired of the sun. <laughs> it was cold here today. Um, it was very cold. And I'm, I'm going to Chicago next week. So um, it's real and, cold there. But this morning I added it to my weather app, you know, mm-hmm. and it was the exact same temperature in Chicago as it was here, which is unseasonably warm for Chicago, but it was 34 degrees this morning, so. Oh, oh, global warming. You are a (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) I know we just, oh, sorry, go on, do go on. No, no, I just, I literally, I get nervous about it being cold here. I was putting up my Christmas decorations. I ended up sweating because it ended up, it was 75 degrees. And then two days later, it's 34 degrees. So, well, and last year, close ish yeah. to this time, wasn't it like snowing inside of your apartment? It was, in fact, snowing <laughs> inside of my apartment approximately a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, we're going to visit my mom the first week of January because I oh, yeah. I'm too old and too good for everyone to travel. At Christmas, you know, I just yeah, yeah, stay yeah. put. I don't know. This is coming out after Christmas, but um, I uh, so we're going the the first week of uh, January, and my mom, mm-hmm. as a gift, gets us the flights because it's fucking expensive. And also, yeah. I don't really like like Florida. Sorry, but <laughs> if you want me to go, y'all gonna have to pay for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so she has 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 us flying out of Burbank because we live like five Mm. minutes from the airport. It's just so much easier for us. And I was like, all right, but make sure the layover, because there's no direct flights, is not in a place that gets like winter weather because I don't want to get delayed or stuck. Oh my God, that's so smart. Right? Well, she chose Dallas and I was like... You know what? We that I don't know. I don't know. But if we get stuck, Nobody we're coming knows. to you, baby. Oh my god. This is the one time I've sort of wished for winter weather. It just occurred to me like I didn't even plan on Which? saying that. And I'm like, oh my god. Which airport? Is it DFW or Love Field? DFW. Do you know? Okay. DFW. We will find a way. I will. I That's 25 minutes from me. I mean, I will literally go and hang out at the airport oh if you guys God. can get out. That yeah. would be so great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> We're hoping for a blizzard, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just love hanging out at airports. I get a lot of reading done. You know, um, I always go early because I it. just, I can be very productive. It really mm-hmm. Making phone calls, not so much, because it's very noisy. But No, no, I hate doing that. I, I tell you what, um, I started my tradition of reading the Harry Potter books every year because of airports, because I had moved to Chicago. Oh. Yep, and I would fly home for Thanksgiving and Christmas because I was a sad little person who traveled a lot during the holidays back then. And yeah, I would, because I ended up, you know, going and spending some time at the airport, so I would 
bring the Harry Potter books. So that's when I would start at Thanksgiving and, you know, try to finish by New Year. So love it. Thank you, airports. Yes. Now they're just a place where I'm like, if I wasn't worried about terrorists in the 2000s, (laughs) now I'm worried about a fucking plague getting me Uh in the 2020s. I'm like, ah. I'm worried about a combination of plague and Karens throwing giant fits at airports. That's my biggest fear is like Karens. Mm -hmm. I'm like, please don't let there be one on our flight. Please don't let some fucking doucher. White white people. Being like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm not wearing a mask. My body, my choice. And it's like, Mm. yes, your body, your choice. But. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm going full. I was going (laughs) to. I won't. I won't take up the podcast asking you this, but I was going to ask you about your COVID protocol when you were traveling because we—I know you did a good job, and we're—we're we're, my parents and I. I got some N95 masks for us, and my dad was like, "I'm busted out the gloves. I don't give a shit." And I was like, "Good for yeah. you. Let's do it. Let's Heck yeah, go all the way out." You know? Yeah, I did. I've traveled a lot since getting vaccinated. I went to Charleston real briefly mm-hmm. um, when my sister's mother-in-law died. So I just wanted to be with her real quick. Right. And I, for that, I did like, I double masked and did a shield. And then yeah. for Italy, I felt a little bit okay because we all had to test negative to get, get on that flight. Right. Right. And you had to be vaccinated. So, And this was before Omicron. So I was like, mm-hmm. we good, baby. So I just yeah. wore an N95. Yeah. Um, and then for New York, uh, for my show, I did an N95. Uh, oh, well, I don't know how long your flight is. I changed my mask after like a few hours too. Like I like put That's the smart. new one on on top and then pull the old one out from under. So I, I changed the mask. And then I take my little, I bring Clorox wipes and I wipe down literally yeah. everything. Like crazy. I do like that late, the time I have been on the plane, they hand me a wipe on the yes, way in. they do. Yeah. They hand you the little wipes, which I love. So I yeah. wipe down everything and then I try to not eat or drink a single thing. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Which is easy for me because I I have to take Xanax to fly without having a heart attack. So Mm -hmm. I'm usually asleep the whole time. But then, of course, I wake up and my head is crammed in some, like, crack (laughs) that I didn't sanitize. I'm like, Uh fuck, did I, like, lick somebody's shoe and not know it? Like, (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) But now, I feel like if I flew now because of Omicron, I would probably go back to an N95 and the shield, maybe? Yeah, maybe I'll get one of those. I hadn't thought about that. I probably will to fly to Florida in January because... With a layover in Texas and then a final destination in Florida, I'm not really going to bank on the fact that everyone's (laughs) vaxxed and (laughs) complying with the rules. So I think that is a wise choice, Amy. Going to double bag it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're always double bagging it here at... Banshees and Booze. Oh, Paranormal Podcast. <laughs> with, a sh- <laughs> with a shot of liquid courage. I got her. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been the best segue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about double bagging, but we be double fisting sometimes. Hell that's for damn sure. yeah. 
that is for damn sure. When I said double bagging, I meant when you go to those parties and they hand you the bags full of booze yes. and you stick a straw in it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are the days. Those are oh, the days. Oh, those are some parties that I was never invited to. So it sounds like a good time. I mean, oh I don't know God. if I was invited, but I went. Um, uh well, I have to talk about my drink real fast okay. because it is temperature dependent. Oh my gosh, let's see it. It's here. Okay, so so this week, um, it's our 50 States of Ghosts, and we are doing Mississippi. Mississippi. M-I-S-S-S-I. I tried to do that before. Okay, so I Googled Mississippi drink, and what came up but a Mississippi mudslide. Oh. And I was like okay this is just complicated enough for me to like lean into (laughs) so let me talk to you about the ingredients of the mississippi mudslide okay um one and a half ounce of it says tennessee sour mash whiskey i i have whiskey let's just call it um one and a half ounce coffee liqueur happy to get kalua for the holiday season hell yeah and two scoops of chocolate ice cream. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? This sounds so, yes. This is temperature dependent. I can't believe you've sat with this delicacy next to you this long. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. It also then said put it in a blender, and I was like, I don't have a fucking blender. So what I did was I just left the ice cream out for a while and kind of let it melt, <laughs> and then like the clue was room temperature. So then I just stuck it all in a mug and I zapped it for half a god. second. So now it's all like this is it, amazing. It's like cold. It's not like a it's not like a slushy, but it's I mean, I can't even show you because it's really low. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I see. Aww. Like when I did two when I said two scoops, I literally have those like school sized ice cream things that are like yes. Mrs. Baird's. Yes. And so I had a Dutch chocolate oh in my the fridge. Gosh, that so is So I'm gonna I wanna try this now. I haven't tried it yet. And look so. at your cute mug. Oh yeah, it's very Christmassy, it's right? So Christmassy. It's, look a at bird the on the bird on the handle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god, I love it. That is so exciting. Okay, I have to taste it. Real okay, quick. okay, I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's, it's really fucking good. Okay. <laughs> but I'm literally just drinking ice cream, so of course it's good. <laughs> it's like coffee ice cream with just a smack of booze oh my (laughs) i don't think i did one and a half of whiskey i was like i was being very like i don't know a little of this a little of that i I leaned on the kalua so you don't want to totally drown out the taste of delicious ice cream thank you this might be Uh, the one time i'm like maybe less booze more ice cream right um i went but as i was do, i was literally in the middle of doing it and i was pouring the kalua and i went oh, grandma mom kalua or bailey's on top of her ice cream <laughs> oh she'd be so proud i think so too she's probably right there with you she's gonna yeah. slurp that shit down if you're not looking <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I didn't mean so to grandma. show you up in the drink department. No, uh, I'm so glad you made a grandma mom Mississippi mudslide. <laughs> I, I did. love it. I love it. 
<laughs> well, my drink is unrelated to Mississippi in that uh-huh. my neighbor unknowingly just set me up today. So we, we, we were out of town. We got back last night and there was a little gift bag on our doorstep. So we brought it in and I opened it today and there were these, there was a, like a few things from our neighbor for, for Christmas. It was like oh, some wow. cookies Aww. and then there was a naughty and nice coffee mug set. Like, and then a little bottle of wine, Tammy. <gasps> I a got a little bottle of I got wine. a mini individual bottle of Merlot. Yeah. And like some candy and stuff. So I texted my neighbor, thank you. They're like mm-hmm. in their 50s. They're super awesome. And I so said, cute. I said, so clearly this wine is to be poured into the naughty mug, right? <laughs> and she's like, yes. you can drink, put whatever you want in that naughty mug. So <laughs> it's yes. probably backwards. Yeah, it's backwards. No, it's, <laughs> no not for me. Oh, it's not? Okay. <laughs> So, so cute. I'm having wine. I'm having Merlot from a naughty mug. <laughs> Look at us both drinking out of our mugs. It's Look so at, festive. We didn't even plan this. <laughs> Look at us. Well, well to cheers. Mississippi. Woohoo. Cheers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what the hell is on? I should oh, drink ice cream more often. Oh, my gosh. I should start. Okay, great news. I was yeah. eating crackers on you when I first uh, logged on. Right. And I must have laughed really hard because there was a piece of chewed up cracker stuck to my mug. <laughs> <laughs> I must have laughed with my mouth full and fucking spat. <laughs> oh, cracker. You're just, you're just living up to the mug. That was some naughty behavior right there. <laughs> Oh, no, this is only the beginning. Oh, God. Okay, well, that was disgusting. I'm like, what is that? Okay, okay. You were Um, saving it for later. I I get it. You know, because, like, this goes on for a while. I get hungry. You don't want to get drunk too fast. Duh. 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 You need something on your tummy. Well, especially for this topic, Tam. Yes. Now, I already know that. Yeah, I'm you're going to go this first time. this time. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to go first next time. That's correct. OK. That's right. Yeah, we nailed it. So you're first. I am first. Oh, OK. For some uh, reason, I thought I was first. OK, OK. No, I'm Great. first this time. OK. Uh, and and I'm happy to do it because I have here in Mississippi, in Meridian, Mississippi, the haunted as fuck. Stucky's Bridge. Ooh, this never yeah. came across when I was start trying to find topics. Oh, okay, great. <gasps> That's well, exciting. I got information from onlyinyourstate.com. Of course. Uh, Meridianstar.com, which is a local, and good old Wikipedia. Um, and I'm just going to get started by saying it is a bridge, and it is a bridge over a river, as as these often are. Um, the river has the silliest name, and I probably will not be able to not laugh every single time <laughs> oh, I say no. it. Oh, no, I'm doomed. Okay, oh, here we go. Okay. Stucky's Bridge is a 157-year-old structure. <laughs> <laughs>
move. Why? How am I supposed to keep saying Chunky River? Ew. Ew. Why would you name it Chunky River? Don't even oh man what are you doing mississippi mississippi Um, so all right so (laughs) nowadays uh this person that wrote this article was being uh cute uh and says it replaced its long lost function of quote bridge with the new functions of quote party spot <laughs> well that's where it got the chunky name people are just, i mean <laughs> why is it chunky river <laughs> oh god all right so it was built a decade prior to the civil war um just to kind of put things into perspective um Ooh, that is old yeah and it's yeah it's old as fuck it's it's kind of cool looking it looks like a rotting old bridge you know um All right, so there are many legends surrounding the bridge and its namesake. Um, So let's go ahead and talk about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first, uh, so the, yeah, so the legend starts uh, with a tale of the infamous Dalton gang. Have you ever heard of the Dalton gang? I, I don't think so. It's, it's, it was a kind of famous... It's like an old West gang. And and like many of these, they started as lawmen and eventually became outlaws as one does. Uh, I very recently watched Wyatt Earp for the first time because because oh. Netflix was like being so nice and started, you know, those little mini categories and it was one called 90s movies and i was just like yes thank you and it was everything i wanted it was like good things like i can't think of an example <laughs> but it was like titanic right and right. wyatt earp and robin hood prince of thieves oh. which is so bad i forgot Gosh. how bad it was and then like the net Starring oh my gosh, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yeah, I was like, this is what I want. I want some like fabulous, 90s, ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, hell yeah. So, anyway, I Jeez. watched Wyatt Earp, which is hilarious because I started it thinking it was Tombstone. <laughs> like, I knew it said Wyatt Earp, but then I was like, but like, when's Val Kilmer coming? <laughs> Val Kilmer never came, and I went, well, that's a different movie. And in my defense, they came out within like a year of each other. Yeah. So. Yeah, they did. Oh my gosh, how fun. Yeah, so it was a very classic. It was, you know, several brothers and some other people. A bunch of them got shot and killed, you know, blah, blah, blah. So as they were roaming around the country, the legend has it, there was a member of the gang whose name was Stucky. His last name was Stucky. And he got left behind in Meridian. They didn't really talk about why, but it was implied because the gang was like, you're too bloodthirsty and a piece of shit. So we're kicking you out of the gang and we're leaving you here. Um, So he was big on the murdering part of the robberies. So... Let's see. Um, Legend says that after he was left, he opened a small inn near the banks of of the Chunky River. Uh, 
And the dirt road, the dirt road that uh, led to it was the only southwestern route in and out of Meridian. And the town began to boom after the Civil War. So more and more travelers were going that way. So um, Stucky would trade goods with the folks and offer them a hot meal and a warm bed in his inn. But then it said once the sun would go down, he'd walk out into the middle of the bridge over the river um, to call out to travelers floating down the river saying like, hey, you can come stay at my inn. Um, Because a lot of them were bringing like produce and cotton and everything to the markets. Oh. So he'd be like, hey, hey, you know, pull over, come stay in my inn. Um, And then uh, once they were asleep in the bed, he would sneak into their bedrooms, murder them. Oh, no. Uh, He would hit them over the head and drag their bodies to the river and throw them in. Oh, so that's why it's Mm -hmm. chunky. Oh, no. And then he would, of course, steal their possessions. Um, So pretty quickly, people figured it out. (laughs) And the sheriff organized a posse to go out there. Uh, He was arrested, and uh, they just immediately went and hung him from the bridge. Uh, Wow. Yeah, so he... Uh, hung there for five days Ooh. as a yeah like a warning and then they they cut him down and let him float away chunk up river. that river yeah just hyper chunked yeah just chucking chunks of people so today the bridge is like covered in graffiti and like a bunch of the stuff says like stucky for president you know <laughs> just like okay um and let's see. Oh, and then there's a couple of things. Like, for example, there's one piece that says, the ghost pulled me off the bridge. Oh. Yeah. What? I know. So ghosts are uh, often seen here. But interestingly, they're not often thought to be like the victims. They're more often thought to be Stucky himself. Uh. Um Many people claim to have seen an old man carrying a lantern, I know, along the banks of the Chunky. (laughs) Holy shit. Or, it's great too because it's all capitalized, so it's like a very formal Chunky. And uh, often people, this this is reported lots of places, um, that... It'll be dead quiet, and then there's just a loud splash from beneath the bridge, which could be him throwing bodies in there or his own body. Oh my getting, gosh! Yeah. Or a coyote taking a poop over the over I mean, the side it could of the be bridge. That. Uh, who knows? <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Creepy creeps. Yeah. So, oh, many people say that if you're looking. If, if you hear the splash and you look at the spot, which is where he was hung and fell, that there's often a glowing spot where his body met with the cold waters <laughs> of, of the, the Chunky, chunky River. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to be like, Chunky, how I love you, how I love you, my <laughs> dear old Chunky. <laughs> so it's a, it's a historic national... Register of Historic Places now, which is cool. Whoa. And um, 
you know, they encourage people not to go there because it's dangerous, but fucking people go there all the time. Gotta go and party there, man. Gotta go party. Chunk it up. Chunk it up at the chunky. (laughs) So... The last thing I was going to, this was kind of quick, I didn't realize. Um, the, I took out so many pictures, my, my <laughs> research shrunk. Um, the last thing is I found um, a personal blog of a lady who worked in production, and she got hired to work uh, the Travel Channel's show called Most Haunted Places in America. Oh, and she's from Meridian, and so they like specifically hired her to help be a guide and everything. And so she was talking about her personal experience there. And she said, "Um, we taped the episode for the show last week. It was a blog, so, you know. Uh, And in typical Stucky style, there were a few strange occurrences while we were there. A couple of our phones went crazy for a few minutes with no understandable reason. A drone that we used to take footage of the river and the bridge mysteriously crashed. We all heard it splash into the water, but when we ran to the bridge to look over the railing, we saw it up in a tree. No. I wonder what the splash was. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, that's so creepy. But, uh-huh. oh, but the drone, I would, that would have been awesome if the drone caught. Oh my like God. Footage of the chunky right? when the splash occurred. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I- it might have even seen that glow, too. Yes, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. That would be really cool. All right. Well, that was my short but sweet. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's actually perfect because mine is not, like, super lengthy, lengthy, but there's uh, a lot to talk about. Okay, okay. Um, God, that's so great. Okay, unfortunately, mine doesn't have any chunks in it. Um, oh, but I'm so me- sad. I'm so sad we won't be talking about chunks while I'm trying to drink my drink. <laughs> your, your lumpy ice cream. My lumpy so, ice cream drink, yeah. Also, I'm Christ. so relieved that I'm not the only adult woman who doesn't have a blender <laughs> because, like, okay, I actually just bought my first one, um, like, a month ago because uh-huh. I was like, I'm an adult. Yeah. I should own like a something. blender, mm-hmm. but I never, I still haven't used it. Well, I have an immersion blender. Oh, yeah, like, me too. Me too. When I, Yeah, when you're making soup or whatever, I'm yep. going to stick an immersion blender in my fucking right. coffee mug. Exactly. You know? And I think that's what it was. I was like looking for at a recipe for something and like maybe it was for some and I was like, oh, I should get a blender. And then I wound up yeah. not making it. But then, because I have a food processor and I have an See, immersion blender. See, that's all you need. That's I what I was going to say. I get fully a food processor, you're good. agree. I've got full food processor and, and an immersion blender because I don't like big chunks in my tomato soup. So I just blend them in. Amy, you're an adult. Thank you. You don't need it. You've got it. Thank You've got you, it Tammy. No blender. Thank you. And I, mm-hmm. I don't like smoothies. So there you go. There I go. Thank you. Thank you for your justification. That I'm here. I feel validated. Thank you, Tammy. You are valid. Well, now that I've got that validation, I can tell you (laughs) all about the McRaven House in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Ooh, Vicksburg came up a lot. There's a bunch of haunted places in Vicksburg. There is. There is. My eyes are darting to the far end of my screen because I had to slide your image over so I can look at my research. So I am looking at you, I swear. I I believe you. I can't not look at you, you beautiful, gorgeous Bean. Oh, this old thing. Yeah. Let me just burp up some chunky ice cream here. <laughs> ah, 
chunky coffee ice cream. The ghost of grandmama's like burp it right into my face, yeah. girl. <laughs> I want to live again. <laughs> um, uh, Vicksburg came up so much when I was searching for topics because I guess the whole town is just really crazy haunted. Yeah. So I was like, "Ooh, do I want? Do I want to do the whole town?" And I'm like, "Nah, let me just hone in on one thing." So I got this crazy house um so my resources are of course only in your state Mm -hmm. wikipedia Mm -hmm. haunted rooms and um wlbt.com which is one of their local news stations okay so okay i didn't get a ton from that one it's like the these reporters who went on a ghost hunt there but i pulled a few little facts they didn't have a great story though Okay, so... Call them out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you didn't do awesome. You just were like, oh, well, I was hoping something would happen, but it didn't. Um, Local news is dead, Amy. It's I know. Dead. I'll tell you what. Dead is this house and the residents <gasps> in it. <gasps> the Marleys were dead. To begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's just Muppet Christmas Carol month here. <laughs> I know. I agree. I like that very, very yeah. much. And also, we're sidetracking... Real quick. Sorry, sorry. Real quick because I, you posted something on your stories about Michael Caine and how he like acted like the Muppets was like fucking. He's like, I'm gonna uh-huh. make this as serious as a as a car, as a car accident. And yeah. then I saw on like history, this was Hollywood or like mm. something like um what are those Hollywood accounts? Yeah. And it was talking about Muppet uh a Muppet Christmas Carol. And it was like a quote, and it was like, director Brian Henson said that Michael Caine told him, I am going to play the character of Scrooge as if this is a Shakespearean drama. (laughs) And he's like, I am not going to, I'm not going to, he said, I'm not going to blink. I'm not going to grin, except for the end, of course. And I'm not going to even do anything Muppety. Is what he told (laughs) Brian Henson. I mean, God bless him right? because it works. It and it like it. It's one of those things where then you're you're taking kids seriously yes. too. You know what I mean? And yes. I think that's that's why these things stick with us is when you're being treated, you know, with yes. respect. That yes. he's like, I am taking this seriously. You know, you, I your agree. children's entertainment. I feel like. Tim Curry was like that too. Like anytime yes. he was in kids stuff, yes. he, I mean, maybe it's because I'm thinking of another Muppet movie. Right. But, That's what I'm thinking too. He's the same way. Like he really did that. Yeah. That very seriously. He so, did. And it works yeah. so well because yeah. like it's crazy enough with Muppets. Like you don't yeah. need the, the main antagonist to also be yeah. like silly exactly. and goof, goofy and, and kooky, you know, like it works. It I was like, I'm really inspired. <laughs> that is, <laughs> although I would never be able to work alongside the Muppets and not grin. I would just be like, I know. <laughs> I mean, I have to imagine in between takes, he was oh, just like, yeah. I would just be sobbing tears of joy. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I would do. <laughs> I'd apologize to Kermit for being mean. I'm so yeah. sorry. I love you. <laughs> this is not me, okay? Oh my God. Okay, so here we go about the non Muppet related (laughs) or is this Mississippi we got it we got it McRaven house okay so I know we like to skip histories but this history is 
fucking fascinating. So okay. we gonna talk about it. Um, okay, so the house was built in 1797. Oof. Mississippi wasn't even a state yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the town was called something else. It it's called McRaven because that was like the name of the road that it was built on. Um, and the what's fascinating about this house is it's obviously because it's from 1797 has had a shit ton of owners, and the first three owners because you know back then people lived in their houses for like their whole lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they would add on to it in a different architectural style. Of the time. And then, so it has three like distinct time periods. It's like a, they call it the time capsule of the South because one section is like pioneer. The other section is like, actually I'll get to it because I don't even remember offhand, Greek revival. And Uh like another section is, um, I forgot what. I'll get to it, I'm sure. But anyway, I was like, that's really cool. Okay, so the first part of the house was built in 19, I'm sorry, 1797. And it was just um, a kitchen on the first floor and a bedroom on the second. And yeah, that's it. And there were no stairs. You would get to the second, to the bedroom by climbing a ladder outside and getting. Now, this was built that way intentionally because the man who owned the house was a notorious criminal named Andrew Glass. He was a highwayman. So kind of like your guy. Yeah. Um, St- Stucky? Was it Stucky? Stucky. So, good old Stucky. Kind of like good old Stucky. Mr. Glass was very similar. He would rob and murder unsuspecting huh. travelers. Cool. So, yeah. He'd be like, oh, do you need a place to just like chill? Just like Stucky. And then. Oh, my God. Stay out of Mississippi back then, right? Right. You guys, Mississippi in this. It was rough. Yeah. 250 years ago. No. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so so he was so paranoid that people would rob him or come try, try to come and kill him that he purposely made it so you could only get into the bedroom through a ladder. And like I don't know what he did with that ladder at night though because I bet he pulled it up. Oh duh, I was. <laughs> I'm thinking like a ladder made out of freaking like tree sticks, and that he oh, just yeah. knocked it over and was uh-huh, like, and well, was I fucked. guess I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he went the Rapunzel route. Yeah, you know, I you see. could lower yes. it, and, reeled yeah. it in, reeled, like mm-hmm. one of those little fire safety ladders. Yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just very good at highway highway man. Yes, you. <laughs> <laughs> You've been around. So you might I've be reincarnated from Mississippi 1700s. I mean, who? I didn't know that. I kind of wanted that, but now I do. Kind of interesting. I yeah. love it. Um, so yeah, so one day he comes home, he had been shot at during a robbery Uh and he runs home and he tells his wife, I can't believe this guy was married. I mean, Uh a two room house. Come on. Come on. No stairs. Come on. Uh Um, so he runs home. He says to his wife, like, they're going to find me. There's no way they're not going to find me. They got me either. These people are going to kill me or the they're, I'm going to be hung, you know, for my crimes. So yeah. you are going to finish me off. And I don't know how she did it, but she did. Not, not in a sexy way? Not in a set. Thank you, okay. because I almost added that in. But I was like, ooh, <laughs> okay. 
You were uh, like, I'm too mature for this. I have a food processor. Uh, and I'm like, I haven't had a food processor since I was married, bitch. Finish him off. I'll make the hand job joke. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to my mind because they don't explain. I was like, hmm. Oh, I wrote, I wrote, uh, I guess, she, I, I guess she killed him. I assume maybe she pushed him off the ladder. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, that's the first, but certainly not the last death that occurred in this place. Ooh. So then 1836 comes around, and the house now belongs to a sheriff named Stephen Howard and his wife, Mary Elizabeth. Um, they built onto it. She's like, mm, oh, we're going to need some stairs. We're going to need some stairs. By the way, she was 15. Uh, oh. 15 <laughs> years old. Uh, she's like, yeah, we're going to need stairs. I'm, oh, I'm 15 years old and my bones are brittle and I have yeah. arthritis because I'm very <laughs> old. Uh-huh. So they added, uh, they closed in a balcony on the second floor. They added Ooh. stairs, a dining room, and then two mm-hmm. side balconies to the house and an additional upstairs bedroom. Oh, this was built in the Empire architectural style. Okay. Um, but then Mary oh. Elizabeth, at the age of 15, died in the upstairs bedroom after giving birth to their son. Oof. Yeah, babies having babies. Babies having babies. So then that's our second death in the house. Then we have the final renovations, which came in the very modern era of 1849, <laughs> um, when a, a man named John Bob, yes. Mm, good old John, John Bob. John Bob, you get your ass in here right now, John Bob. <laughs> uh, from Philadelphia. So it's more like, what? John Bob, get your, yeah, he- <laughs> get, get your freedom fighting ass in here. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of Philadelphia freedom by Elton oh, yeah. John. Uh, okay. So John Bob gets the house in 1849. Uh, then he adds a front entry area, a parlor, a big grand staircase, another upstairs bedroom, and a dressing area. And this was huh. in the Greek revival style. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're all still standing just like it is today. So they took out the time capsule of the South. So uh, during the Civil Wars, 1863 Siege of Vicksburg, which mm-hmm. obviously I knew about from history class and all the attention I paid. Totally. Uh, yeah. Um, the house was used as a Confederate hospital. And uh, so definitely not going to be haunted um, and a campsite. And it was located really close to a railroad, um, which was a major point of battle. And the house got like battered by cannon blasts from both the Union and Confederate forces. However, it still stands. Mm -hmm. Um, By 1864, uh, the town of Vicksburg fell to Union forces and John Bob um, is still living there. And he notices a group of six drunk Union soldiers, mm-hmm. um, occupation soldiers, picking flowers from his garden. I don't know, <laughs> but when I'm drunk, I'm not good. That's really <laughs> cute. <laughs> I know. I was like, guys, war is hell. Let's get some fucking daisies. <laughs> I was fully expecting it to be like he saw them pissing in his yard. Yeah. And they're like, no, they were picking flowers. I know, I know. But John Bob was not having it because these are Union soldiers and he's a oh, Mississippi no. man. And he was uh-huh. like, 
yo, get out of my garden. Stop picking these flowers. <laughs> and they were like, fuck you. And so yeah. then John Bob threw a brick at them. Oh, dear. And it knocked a sergeant to the ground. So, <gasps> rut row, they're not happy. They leave and they vow to burn down John Bob's house. So John Bob's then like, oh, fuck, what did I do? So <laughs> he goes and he reports it to a federal commander. Um, he's like, uh, I kind of like threw a brick at a sergeant. And um, I think they're like really mad at me now. And um, <laughs> can you just make sure they don't like burn my house down? And the federal commander's like, yeah, 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 sure. I'll, I'll, I'll tell them to stop. So John Bob's like, whoo, goes home. Ooh, ooh, there's 25 Union soldiers there. Oh, dear. And they shoot and kill him. So oh, now yeah. we have our third known death, but because it was a hospital during the Civil oh, sure. War, definitely more deaths. Um, but I guess, yeah. So that was our third owner's death. Um, and da, 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 da. so John Bob's widow sells the house and she moves to New Orleans. Um, okay, so then in 1882, a couple buy it, um, William Murray and his wife Ellen, and they raised seven kids there. Oh. Uh, yes, and they lived there until they died. They raised their kids there. Um, uh, the dad, William, died in 1911 in the house, and Ellen, mm -hmm. the mom, died there in the house in 1921. Um, their daughter died there in 1946 and their son died there in 1950. So, wow. and it, to note, they all died in the house. Right. So, yeah. Wow. So this is so, oh my God, I can't wait to post pictures. So after that, the only two surviving members of the family who hadn't died were, uh, two, the two sisters, Annie and Ella. And they were unmarried and they lived alone in the house, which of course meant they were like, quote spinsters yeah of course of course um and they lived alone in the house it's night it's in the 1950s now they had no modern conveniences they didn't have electricity running water heat but they did have a telephone <laughs> and that's it they had no contact with the outside world except for their doctor his name was walter johnston they were reckless. Oh my God. Yeah. They went like Grey Gardens. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh my God. They went so Grey Gardens that, um, uh, okay, so they died. The, the sister died at the age of 81 in the house. And then the remaining sister sold the house and moved to a nursing home. Um, it says, at this point, the house was in such disrepair that the neighbors didn't even know the house existed because it was so <laughs> overgrown with vines and weeds. No one knew there was a fucking house there. Oh my God. Uh, friggin' John Bob was like, grow my flowers. <laughs> Cover our space. Yes. They can't burn the house down if they don't know that there's a house here. <laughs> grow my pretties. My pretty flowers. Uh, it says that the, um, the sisters had resorted to chopping up antique furniture for firewood. Yeah. Oh my God. Like total recluses. So there's one really creepy story about the sisters. Um, okay. So while the girls were living there, um, the parlor was once used as this is before they got really old, but it was the two of them and only them living there at the time. Uh, the parlor once was used as a staging area for the funeral of a state senator and his body laid on display in the center of the room. And, you know, mm -hmm. people came in and 
grieved. I don't know why they chose their house. But um, the sisters, they were such recluses at that point that they never took the body out of the home. Yeah. That's, yeah. It sat rotting in the parlor for days after the funeral. And the corpse of the senator eventually bloated. And (gasps) yeah. And like, so this was uh, in the report by the uh, news people that went and did a ghost hunt there. And um, they said like one of the people that were like in their group, like walked into the parlor and was like, it smells like ghosts, ghosts in here. And the, the tour guy was like, well, it might smell like death because dot, dot, dot. So it's really unclear to me as to like why no one came to get the Senator's body after being at this wake, unless they were like, we're going to take care of the arrangements. It's a family friend. Yeah. You know? So yeah, but that's That's how like reclusive they were. They're like, okay, we'll just keep him. I kind of feel like that that's a pretty common like I just can't cope I can't like do a thing and then when you get in that like that weird codependent we just can't do anything yeah yeah totally I yeah that they're just like maybe they didn't even realize it was still there because they were chopping up freaking furniture to burn so maybe they just burnt him with it (laughs) who knows oh god (laughs) so girl this place is haunted I can imagine. Oh, my gosh. So they were the last, like, real owners in the 1960s. And then a few other people owned it since and restored it. And mm. now it's a museum that gives uh, ghost tours and historical tours. Um, okay, so this has been investigated on 48 Hours, uh, a show called The Unexplained on A&D, and, of course, mm. God damn it, Ghost Adventures. Mm. Oh, Ghost Adventures went to the Stucky Bridge, too, but I ignored everything they said. I'm ignoring. I didn't even look. Didn't even look. Okay, so... Uh, so the ladies, the sisters were out of the house by the, by the 1960s. It just laid vacant for two decades. And then in 1984, a guy named Mr. French, uh, he bought it and he's like, I'm going to restore this thing back to its original weird ass splendor. And so he's living there and shit starts to happen. And he's, he's residing there technically as he's restoring it. And, uh, that's when like he started report there started being like ghosty shit being reported at least uh in one instance he was chased by the ghost of former resident mr murray who i think was who the hell was mr murray oh he was the dad of the recluse sisters Mm -hmm. so that dude oh and i'll post pictures but this house is filled with like portraits of all the people who lived there oh sure um so this dude's chased chased him and uh, not long after, uh, Mr. French was pushed to the ground by an unseen force. He fell down face first, broke his glasses, and required stitches. So Holy that's shit. like a big push. Like that's a shove. Yeah, he he didn't like trip and fall down the stairs. Like he was just like yeah. like bullied uh-huh. by a ghost. Mm-hmm. In another instance, he reportedly saw the ghost of the former owner, Mr. Murray, again standing on the staircase. Uh, oh, here it is. Having seen portraits of Mr. Murray, Mr. French realized who he was looking at. And the right. fact he has been dead for almost a century uh, freaked him out. <laughs> so, so he runs upstairs. Mr. French, the living guy, runs upstairs because he gets so freaked out. He slams the door. Um, and it's uh, John Bob's old bedroom, the one that he added. Yeah. 
And the sound of Mr. Murray's footsteps, he heard the footsteps, and then they stopped right in front of the door. (gasps) No! I didn't. No, I I didn't want that. I don't Mm -hmm. like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, The spirits of Murray's two daughters, the recluse girls, are set to haunt the home, and they've been witnessed on numerous occasions roaming the property. Oh, poor Mr. French. Another time, <laughs> this guy, a, dr- a drawer mysteriously slammed on his hands with such force that it broke both of his thumbs. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> this this house hates him. Hates him. Uh, and so for him, he was like, okay, you know what? Peace out. I'm yeah. out. So he left. <laughs> he left. Um, so it says that his supernatural encounters were only the beginning. In the year that follows, a bunch of shit happens for people who visited there or like tried to like restore it. Doors slamming, lights flickering on and off, alarm clocks going off in the middle of the night, and of course, the sightings of former occupants. Um, One of the home's most haunted rooms is the upstairs bedroom in which Mary Elizabeth passed away Mm -hmm. at the age of 15 while giving birth to her son. Witnesses, and now these witnesses are now coming from like the people who tore it and the people who now work there. Um, Witnesses have reported the lights in the room turning on and off by themselves, as well as an impression of a body suddenly appearing on the bed. I mean, you got to also, how many people died in that bed? You know what I mean? I know. I know. Because like her and then also all those people died in that house. Exactly. This house has seen so much death. Even the people that died of like being sick and old. Right. You know, you typically do that in a bed. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So for some time, Mary Elizabeth's wedding shawl was on display in the home. And several visitors have claimed to feel a presence pulling the shawl away from their hands. I'm like, yeah, don't touch touch it. Don't touch it. So one tour guide reported this incident that happened in her room. Uh, We had a family one night and a mother was carrying her two-year-old daughter around the Mary Elizabeth room. Um, As she was carrying her around, the little girl kept squirming and wanting to get down. Finally, the mom got tired of it and let her down to walk around. Uh, The mom's not really paying attention, but when the mother looks over, she sees the little girl walking about the room with her hand in the air as if she's holding an adult's finger. I know. I started that story with who takes a fucking toddler on a ghost tour. Seriously. And then who puts a toddler down inside a museum setting and be like, go wild, kid. And doesn't <laughs> keep their eye on the kid. <sighs> I know. Like, literally, that that ghost, it was Mary, and she was like, I'm a child bride, and even I know how to pay better attention to a baby. Seriously. She's also like, look, I didn't want a babysit in the afterlife, but yeah. fine. Jeez. Here we are. God. <laughs> I know. Seriously, even if the door was closed and they can't get out, there's antiques everywhere. Yeah. I'll pay for that shit if it's broken. Ew. Trashy. Trashy, Trash, I say. Trash. Trash mother. Uh, also in Mary's room, Mary Elizabeth's room, a door on a piece of furniture opens and closes by itself, and mm. motion detectors go off in there when the room is empty. 
Uh, another hot spot. Ooh, I just lost my place. Oh, there we go. Another hot spot is Mr. Glass's old room. Now that's the dude, the highwayman, who right. built the 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 who got yeah. who got finished off by his wife. <laughs> <laughs> in one instance, a tour guide was in the room when a chair suddenly slammed to the ground on its own. I like Oof. that they're saying, oh, it's this guy's room from 1797. But yeah, like you've mentioned, it's actually been like 40 people's rooms. Yeah. yeah. So it could be any a ghost. Um, Mr. Bob has been seen a bunch. John Bob. He appeared in the middle of a tour. Oh, I have a really creepy picture I'm going to post. Yeah. It's a full body apparition photographed during the tour. And like Ooh. no one is aware. And it's so spooky. It's like you. Those are the worst. Yeah. Because you actually see a tour guide obviously it's a tour guide and they're dressed in period clothing but solid Mm -hmm. as a rock and then you see some modern like a modern looking like two people um like walking through the the foyer and then you see a fucking apparition and it's distorted and creepy as hell i can't (gasps) wait to post it i can't wait to post it um several spirits from the civil war have been seen uh, people always report a teenage girl and they think it's probably Mary Elizabeth. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, duh. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, in in Mr. Glass's room, the guy who, who the, highwayman? the highwayman, thank you. Um, that's uh, at one time a tour guide saw a chair suddenly slam to the ground on its own. Did I say that already? Yes, I but did. it was Thank very you. creepy. <laughs> nope. uh, it's just as creepy the second time, I hope. <laughs> um, and then, oh, also when you're in his room, Mr. Glass's room, the one that had the ladder, um, you can hear a person tapping on the outside of the window. Like Ooh. the sound of someone tapping. I know. And then smell cigar smoke as well. Yes, and people have seen what looks like him walking across the porch during tours. Um, So that is the McRaven house. That's crazy because, like, I feel like typically the houses we do that are haunted are, like, fancy old mansions. And this literally sounds like kind of a trashy thrown together place that just kind of got big and not nice totally (laughs) it's like adding on to a trailer it's like yeah Yeah. now i'm gonna add this second story (laughs) (laughs) i know and like yeah it it is like trashy ghosts it's just trash-tastic because it was never this grand mansion right it was always this like shanty little like shack and, and like yeah. in my head, I know it's not this, but especially you saying like they added on in different styles. I keep imagining like, especially the last, the Greek revival, you know, it's all those columns. So I'm imagining <laughs> that it's literally this like shack and then like the right half of it has like four columns, you know, <laughs> like, it just gets taller and, and it's just columns over there. Like, why didn't they just plow down like the two room shack and like just build start from scratch you know it's not like they had to like replace the pipes because there weren't any 
It's so yeah. bizarre. Yeah, really good right. Point. It's like probably was made out of freaking plywood, you know, yeah. or maybe not. They didn't have it back. But still, <sighs> I know. I'm like, y'all are some trashy ghosts. Just like- I mean, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see pictures of this place because it sounds something else. There is a, a pretty great photograph of the back of the house. And it is really interesting because it's like you could definitely tell which part was from 1797. And then there's like a big screened in porch. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's and then like a, a three story section it's just like yeah it's it's a mess it's a fucking yeah. mess you know I know you said like people saw the the sisters ghosts but I also kind of don't you kind of wonder if like maybe they were being hot because their dad was showing up so much oh like what shit. if they were staying because their dad was there oh my god you Tammy, know that's so true because like you know, people started dying in this house, like, in the 1700s. So yeah. you're living there in the 1900s. Yeah. It's already a really old house. And, yeah, the spirit of your dad is there. And you don't – yeah, that makes total sense. They were probably and – And he was violent. So, like, who knows if, you know, they yeah. were seeing him or being oh, influenced by him in any way. That's a great point. Like – you forget that people, like even Victorians, were like haunted by ghosts. Exactly. Well, yeah, I'm like, now I'm super armchair psychiatristing them. But like, you know, leaving that dead body in there too, you kind of wonder if they just, if they had some kind of connection with the afterlife, if they just weren't as cognizant of like, this yes. is a dead body, it doesn't belong here. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. And you know what creeped me out? And I'll, I'll, show you the photos but um there's a photo of them or like a picture of a picture of them and they look like the um uh fox Fox sisters sisters. (gasps) i love this so much i know i was great yeah mississippi wow yeah thanks mississippi that was fun yeah that was a very surprising (laughs) journey i just love it (laughs) Chunky rivers, oh. decrepit old man, not mansions. It's <laughs> <laughs> bloated bodies and foyers. This, you got it all. You have it you all. Got it all. You have it all. I just, uh, I imagine Swamplands, Kermit the Frog on a log, singing about uh-huh. the Rainbow yeah. Connection. Lots <laughs> of mosquitoes, but you also have ghosts, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many ghosts well if you have so many ghosts and you want to talk about <laughs> it drop us a line you can email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or go to our website bansheesandboos.com and click the button that says seeing a ghost well they certainly have in mississippi and if you'd like to see all of these pictures that amy's been teasing me with uh you can follow us at instagram we're at banshees and booze and uh if you are uh thrown if you uh prefer to be like the electricity in the mcraven house and not exist you can go over to twitter <laughs> where it banshees Boots. <laughs> and please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Just give it a little thumbs up or a five star button or whatever. Um, yeah. And uh, did I get everything? I think so. Except for this. <gasps> hey, uh-huh. Timmy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, 
uh, why not ask it if it's available to babysit? <laughs> I mean, it's a teenager. It's probably only it's a like teenager. $8 an hour. They're, I mean, truly. You can get it with, you know, get, get them at those 1700s rates, you know. Get them for two bits. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 13 year old mother needs the babysitter in the yeah, 1700s like exactly. girl could you please I have got to go out uh, oh. I've, I've got to handle this acne uh. <laughs> I know oh god uh, oh. Uh, hey Amy yes Tammy if you see a ghost, uh, uh, t- 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 drop drop a nervous poop into the chunky river, <laughs> like the coyotes. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad I'm done with that ice cream by now. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> oh lord! Oh my god! Ooh, that's good. All right. That's a good one. Well, that's a good one. I can't wait to see what you're going to top off this ice cream uh, d- yeah. Sunday with for our next episode. I'm going to need 10 minutes. Kind of can't record. imagine what's going to match that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. All righty. Bye. Bye. <laughs>